set it up, set it up. <laughs> How, uh, how's your microphone feel? You good over there, Matt? Hi. All right. <laughs> exact energy we need. Oh, man. All right. I can already tell how this is going to go. I, li- so. I, I literally just looked down. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, that's right. Headset. Yes. I'm just, I'm glad that Ian remembered to brush his hair today. I did not. I know. Yeah, this is right. why I'm this pointing is, it out. I still smell like the beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's victory, my friend. That's yeah. victory. I opened one bloodshot eye a few hours ago. Right? <laughs> The alcohol was like finish him. Flawless yeah. <laughs> victory. No, he's still alive. That's I like. Right. I like to think of myself as like tempered in the alcohol. Like it <laughs> forged my body into a suit of armor that can handle challenges. Of my life. <laughs> I was just just testing the buttons still oh, okay. works. Right. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. works. It works. Seems good like job. everything's working fine. That's, that's where are the strings? That's yeah. good. That's that's wonderful. Yeah. And he's always pulling them. All right, man, yeah. hit it up. Let's do it. Welcome to the Sofa Kingdom Podcast with your host, Nelson, Ian, Ed, and our special guest today, Matt Hilton. This, <laughs> this song sucks, by the way. <laughs> I know. did it for us, yeah. so I mean. For those of you that do not know, he's a wizard on the guitar. Create this for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And you just did a gig last night, too, didn't you? Yes, I did. I'm oh, hungover as shit. <laughs> Very nice. So tell us about nice. tell us about the Kindly Crooks, the band you play in. Uh, so I play with um, a good friend of mine, Ricky Bobby. He uh, I met him at he worked at WIRK. Oh, hold on a is second. That, is that is it the Ricky Bobby? Is that his real name or yeah. is that nice? Has no idea what to do with his hands if he's not playing drums. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's amazingly talented. He has his own band, The Shake, as well, where he plays guitar and sings. And but uh, he and I play as a duo. Nice. So he plays drums and I play guitar and. That's the dude that freestyles too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, ju- I will say this. I was blown the fuck away how by good how good this guy can spit. When he when he actually, because I forget where you guys were. I think it was Copper Blues. Yeah. And he just started going. And I was like, holy shit. You didn't expect it. Like, right, long, long right. hair white dude on the drums. <laughs> yeah. Just, just starts ripping the place. People went nuts. Just what? ripping the place And he has, he has no fear about, like, rearranging songs and making it entertaining. That's one of the things we try to do is, like, I, we get inspiration from kind of DJs where it's like right when you're sick of a song, that and it turns into another song. That's what's up. So we try to like throw different songs together, but we were with another uh, guy playing, and we were playing Boys Around Here from Blake Shelton, and he goes, uh, why don't I throw this rap in the middle of this? And it was like Eminem. I, I literally, I literally, I literally <laughs> think the song was like, it was like Sweet Home Alabama yeah. or some shit. And then it just turned into like the hardest mixtape I've yeah. heard in like years. I was like, what just happened? That's artistry at its oh, finest. Exactly. Talent, just talent. Just, yeah. yeah, we do, uh, we do uh, like a Nirvana type version of Gautier, somebody I used to know. Nice. Which is a wow. pretty heavy song. If you, yeah, the yeah. words are, they, it's this light little pop song. I'm like, fuck this. Uh, we're doing yeah. like, <laughs> So we'd go full distortion a, for the chorus. That was and a shit. great music video. Just a creepy dude. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's kind of like, like like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> like pumped up kicks. The first time I heard oh, it, yeah. I'm like, man, this, this is a great really song. cool <laughs> song. Until you get the really upbeat. And then you're like, wait, this is about a school, school shooting? There's, oh, I can't uh, dance to this. There was yeah. a great In quote public. when I went to the uh, country, mu- the country uh, western hall of, you know, country music hall of fame Nashville, right? in Nashville. Nashville and there's a big quote I can't remember who said it. I wish I could but he goes so he said in the in the good times you listen to the music in the bad times you listen to the words 
That's and I'm shit. like, I did not realize that until <laughs> that was on a wall. I'm like, he's right. Yeah, <laughs> he is right. Yeah. And then you start slowly crying. Yeah. In the like, <laughs> oh yeah. Then the deep reflection starts. I don't do yeah. anything slowly. <laughs> <laughs> so you play um, cover songs, or do you play uh, original songs? As yeah, well? well, I want to start uh, this time of year. I want to start writing some original stuff just for me. It's not like I want to like go on tour or anything. Sure, it's just sure. stuff that I want to get off my chest and stuff. And Ricky's really good at writing. He, like I said, uh, that the Shake, check him out. On they're awesome. He writes all original stuff. So very nice. Um, very nice. It's the Shake FL is yeah. is his original band, but we're gonna start writing stuff for us. But yeah, mostly in the bar, people. People want to hear originals no, often. No, no. They so. just want to go Exactly, so online. do I. I'm like, I want to play my favorite music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it is a curse in a way because you see these artists who like, uh, you know, 20 years down the road, you can imagine how much they'd want to get up and go, you know what, fuck it, let's just play the favorite songs we want to play. Nope, you have to play your right, hits right. again <laughs> and again and then go to the what next the, city. What's that, what's that uh, the Will Ferrell thing? God, uh, I was thinking the play, same thing. Play Yaya Ding Dong. Play Yaya Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> play Yaya Ding Dong. He's like, but you guys don't want to hear my new song. <laughs> no, <laughs> play Yaya Ding Dong. <laughs> He gets all excited. He's like, he's going to play it. <laughs> what is that movie? Uh, Eurovision. Yes. Check oh. out Eurovision, guys. Such great a great film. Movie. I think great that's film. that's fairly common for bands that are like 20 years strong where, you know, they're like, we're going to play like, we'll play a couple of the new ones and we'll, then we'll get to the ones you came here for. Well, that's, we know, the, that's the joke. For but we want to play something new. Yeah. Then we'll play what you want to hear. Sure. Well, the, we went and saw the Counting Crows a few years ago, or, and it was like it was the same thing. They have so many hits, and so but they played most of their new stuff. And I'm like, weird thing is, I was like a, a little upset at the time, but right. I'm like, I don't blame you, man. Right. <laughs> it's like you <laughs> at least you played a few of the hits. They're probably just like, and he's always been a guy. I forget the lead singer's name, but he's you know he just does his own thing. So that's like the lead singer a tool he like oh, he's like yeah. the definition of doing his own thing i'm trying to think of his name but he's like he does brazilian jiu jitsu i only know one tool he's right there and he oh. does yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did you just point to Ian's dick? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, did, I did. Yeah, it got, it, it got in the way. It got in the way. And he just throws his hands up like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> tool is, uh, isn't it Trent Reznor? Is that Tool? Trent Reznor is Nine, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, another dark, creepy band. But yes. yeah, um, yeah, let's see here. Um, I th- I mean, it's killing me. He's on the Joe Rogan show. Can I connect to the Wi-Fi? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he does the wine on no, the side. He has his own vineyard. He's, he's a really interesting guy. Um, but he actually he choked to do that on stage one time. Yes. Damn. Like live at a concert. The guy came on stage. He literally took his back, put him in a rear naked choke, and continued to sing. And that was at a wedding. That <laughs> <laughs> was at a wedding? That's amazing. I love that shit. I, I seen one recently. It was, uh, man, it was a rapper. He was singing, and some guy comes up onto the stage, and he just looks over at his security. I mean, the guy that was on stage was like 90 pounds. Biggest security man oh I ever seen. God. Just full. Bam! Crushes him. That half of the stage goes black as they're dragging him off the stage and he walks to the other side to keep rapping. That's oh, it's fantastic. That's amazing. Fade to black, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not, the lead singer tool, Maynard James King. Maynard, yeah. Maynard James there it is. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. So, usually, you know, Sorry. we like to start the podcast with uh, things we've seen, done, things like that. So, um, for me, uh, I watched the trailer to Hawkeye. Yep. I know he's okay. the superhero with the best abilities. Oh, yeah. The ability of archery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unstoppable. He's basically Robin Hood without the tights. Like, at least Robin Hood, <laughs> men in tights, made you laugh, you know. You look at Jeremy Rainer's Reiner. Rainer, so did Kevin whatever. Costner, though. It's, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that perf- 
performance made me cry. Yeah, that was a good movie. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Wait a second. Wait a Gonna second. cut out your heart with a spoon. Because <laughs> it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. Such a good movie. Wait, so you're saying that the Russell Crowe Robin Hood wasn't better? Fuck no. <laughs> okay, oh, all right, just check it. No, my God. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, w- I was watching the trailer, and, you know, it looks cool. It looks good. It looks like they're passing the torch to the next generation. They're probably trying to do an iteration of the Young Avengers, is what it looks like. Yeah. But what I really noticed about the trailer is that they're trying to steal Bruce Willis's thunder. They are trying to make the new action Christmas story, Die Hard, The Avengers way. Like That's they, hard to do. Die Hard, <laughs> Die Hard is unanimously the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's it's Die Hard, A Christmas Story, Home Alone, right? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. Elf in there somewhere. Yeah. Right? somewhere. But like, Die Hard stands on its own. I mean, that great uh, meme where it's uh, it's not Christmas until you see Hans Gruber dive off and not going to come It's absolutely right. <laughs> you know, a little fun fact. Actually, I watched a little behind the scenes of Die Hard. The guy that played Hans Gruber, like that's really his face in fear. When uh, they, yeah, yeah. Hans, yeah. Gruber, Hans Gruber was played by Alan Rickman, <laughs> yes. ironically, yeah. who also was in uh, Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay, bring it back. Yes, yes. <laughs> rest in peace, Alan Rickman. Yes. Severus Snape, one of the. Greatest I was going to say, wasn't actors. he in Slytherin too? Yeah, yes, he <laughs> was. Yes, he the was. great, one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they, when they Rickman. threw him out the little window down into like the safe area for the stuntmen, like that was his actual face of fear. Which is good. That's what you want to capture. Yeah, it sold the movie really well because someone. They pushed him, and in slow mo, you just don't see it. Someone saying, "Oh shit, wait!" Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's how you get a real performance out of an yeah. actor. Yeah, but they used to do shit like that back in the day. Like I can't remember the the movie, but uh, the crow when they actually shot him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, yes, but we, we would like to, we would like to apologize. Sorry. To <laughs> Linda Lee and the entire Bruce Lee family. We were very sorry. I don't. Um, so <laughs> and yeah, movies like Exorcist, they would they would abuse the child actors yeah. to get them oh. to Ugh. to get the actual shot that they wanted. We could do a whole episode on old Hollywood. I mean, oh, do you yeah, remember pulling the wire across to trip the horses? And, oh, just shoot the ones that break <laughs> their fucking leg. I mean, there's there's such a there's like such a history <laughs> of parts. Holy Dude, shit. look up how they used to do the scenes oh, where man. like battle scenes where they would have horses in Hollywood charging. Right. Like, these, these are black and white films. These were John Wayne films. These are westerns that we used to love. And they're like the horses are charging, and then unanimously all the horses fall. Oh, and in the movie, they hear the gunshots and stuff. A wire was pulled across the set, and the horses were all unanimously tripped. Oh my god! Horses were put down due to this. God what? damn, that sucks. Because just to reassure the fact, Hollywood before the 1950s they did not give up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why we always fun. have some kind of PETA thing. No animals were harmed, harmed in the during making. the making of this movie. Right, right. <laughs> Didn't they do the same thing in like a Disney movie where they were um, recording penguins in their natural habitat? <laughs> And there was like a director that's like, we need more drama. So they started pushing them off of a cliff. <laughs> well, didn't everybody complain? Everybody complained recently because the walrus is killing themselves in that one do- like one nature documentary. Oh. It was it was like Planet Earth or something. It was streaming somewhere. It might have been on Netflix. But the walrus was like falling off cliffs. And people couldn't handle it. They were watching these walruses fall to their death. I was like, it literally happened. It's like, it happens. Like it's, they're it's not forced. supposed to intercede yeah. in that. It's yeah. nature. Right. Some of them are kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah, and if you really pay attention to some of those like nature uh, Instagram pages and stuff, animals are really fucked up to each other. Yeah, they yeah. eat their own children most of the time. And bears like, do. Bears bears love themselves a good uh, cub after hibernation. Well, I mean, sure. who doesn't love a good cub? You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good cub and 
I'm a Brewers fan, so fuck that. <laughs> and did, ha, ha, we went from like it was we started so so well, yeah, so with well. Hawkeye and Christmas <laughs> movies, and now we're on Cubbin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ian, what about you? Uh, anything new? Oh man, anything new in my life? Good lord. Um, <laughs> Do you like the Sad Hulk music again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm playing something new. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm playing Tales of Vesperia. Um, it's a RPG. I'm getting ready for the release of Tales of Arise, and that's why I'm... Okay, all right. And that's why I get... Well, Tales of Arise was released just recently. I think it was September 9th it came out, and it's... There's no good JRPGs anymore. There's no good Japanese yeah. games yeah. coming out. And this is one that people are saying is good. Got yeah. IGNs praising it. They're saying it's the best JRPG in over a decade. Um, so I'm nice. just playing an older one, trying to gear up. Yeah, it's no, not nearly really as good as the Hawkeye trailer. But I'm with you, man. I'm playing older games right now. I'm playing Fable 2 again uh, because there's Dana. nothing out there that's, uh, you know, enticing. I'm waiting for the new Borderlands games series to come out. Yeah, Wonderland, Wonderland. and the Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So that's Tiny what it Tina's is. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for that to come out. I think that's going to be a pretty fun I think game that's the s- that you start to, like, we start to show our age that we, like, can't get, in, like, everybody's, like, <laughs> the kids are playing Fortnite and all this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, nah, I don't man, care about any of those I'm going to break out shooters. the Super Nintendo and do some Mario. Games. I was just going to say, I think the last console I really played, I, I had PlayStation 2, Tiger Woods 2005. There you go. Oh, wait. <laughs> a golf game. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> all, right, we, all right, we need to address this golf game. We have to address this We need to address this golf game. The elephant in the room. Yes, yes. Matt, you had made a comment that we had said something about golf, perhaps, <laughs> that maybe offended your sensibilities. Oh, no, so I was just please like... Please, clear it up, clear it up. It, it, it was chest. just hilarious, because I was like, I know you guys are setting this up, and I'm like, this is going to be great. I know, Ian, I met you guys yeah. through this when I go to record. I'm like, I love this banter, even just when we were recording that song. I can't wait for this show. Sit down on a plane, fly out... <laughs> to listen to the first episode in the first two minutes it's which let's do a top athletes and who's on your mountain and who yeah, you know right. top Mount three Rushmore. guys yeah, yeah. Rushmore. yeah exactly and they go well fuck golf you know like, by the way we all agree that's not a sport yeah and you big unanimous yes sir us too and oh man that's so, which I was like that's such a corporate American thing to do it's like we, Matt literally builds the fucking guitar riff yeah. that opens all oh. our shows helps it, he's you woven are. into the fabric of the show and the the first thing we do, for those of you who don't know, he's also a golf instructor. Yeah. <laughs> we shit on his profession. No, like <laughs> no, but this, but this is perfectly America. You are right. entitled to your opinion, right. and you are great athletes yourself. And I loved hearing your opinion. I also say you thought Sugar Ray Leonard is amazing. Did you see him try to learn golf from Hank Haney? <laughs> Yeah, and one of like, you guys picked a motor. I'm like, oh, AJ Foyt's race car. Yes, Why not yeah, him? Yes. All right, perfect. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> like, but you're entitled to your opinion. I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, you're right, though. But like, how many, how many people want to see Muhammad Ali so, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. I want to see him do anything about right now. I mean, that would be amazing. No, no in, a, in a good way. Why do you bring the room now? I'm saying I miss the guy. This we missed him too. Yeah. He was a great no, guy. No, I, was, I did not mean that in a bad he, he way. Was no, no, he was on my Mount Rushmore. He was on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we, we can shit on Brandon Lee. Just not <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. What, what about you, Ed? Anything new? Yeah, so I played... Uh, <laughs> Recently, I played a game, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Fantastic game. That's like the, um, like the not paranormal, but kind of like the uh, mental health t- sort of thing. Like Correct. Her, her sp- her so it's, it's yeah. a dark fantasy game, and they play on aspects of psychosis. Hmm. 
So you're intended to play with a surround sound headset because you have voices talking to you as you're playing the game. Fuck. So what about people that nothing could go wrong psychosis? there. <laughs> well, that's that's what they did. They tapped psychologists and actual people with psychosis to go over okay. what were the symptoms and the things they had, and they put that into the game. That's wild. So as you're playing, you have like your inner voice, and you have a voice of someone that's doubting you, someone that's encouraging you. As you're playing, like you'll have someone that's like, "You're gonna die," and those are like behind you, and you, you're trying oh, to <laughs> play, and you have all kinds of shit going okay. on, and it's all around you because it's all in surround oh, yeah. sound the so, way that they recorded so, it. So you shouldn't drop ecstasy and play this on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This has gone beyond like Mario Kart, where you slam a beer every stop <laughs> in between laughs. Like, now we're simulating intense. psychosis. Yeah, fantastic. There, there is a there is a mental health warning at the beginning of the game. Right. But, but it, most people that have mental health are probably not self-aware of yeah. the mental health. I don't issues. know. I'm pretty aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get by. We at least know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. Tune. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little documentary in, in the game that's included as well. It's actually worth uh, watching to see what they did to try to create the game and even the way they recorded the audio where they had um, like the ASMR headphones where yeah. it's the two microphone ears and the people are walking around delivering the audio and all the right. things like that. I, I love I love me some ASMR. It, it's a, it's a, <laughs> Who doesn't love a good ASMR? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic game, absolutely. Fat girl eating jello. Playing with headphones. <laughs> Wait a second. That's what ASMR is? I'm out. I'm out. Oh, oh no, you're in. No, I'm out. Oh, no, you're in. <laughs> no, I actually heard about that game. That game, it's got like a Nordic theme to it, right? It's, yes. It's, just, it's a Viking, and she's trying to... Um... Yeah, you're a picked warrior. Viking is a good way to put it. Um, but yeah, you're, you're journeying into hell. So it gets darker as you're going along to try to save somebody's soul. Cool. So you're... Not only are you descending into hell, you're suffering from psychosis, and you're trying to save someone you love. Yeah. This sounds like a game I need to play. Yeah, it's, it does. It, it sounds pretty good. Game, yeah. type of game that you finish, and you're like, thank God I'm in my reality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of trying to escape reality. To get <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely not a game you sit for like a marathon session. I played like two hours. I'm like, all right, uh, no. that's good for now. No. I need, yeah. I I need to a play, breather. I, I used to play a game when I was a kid that would push my uh, sanity to the limits and test me as a human. It was called fucking Mega Man. <laughs> you, you touch literally anything and you explode. And yeah, you yeah. <laughs> not so mega, was he? No, yeah, he was not. No. He was not. Yeah. Well, you, tell you, you tell you he was Japanese made. <laughs> well, that that's why he was so short. <laughs> <laughs> He's up there, bud. <laughs> zing, zing, pal. <laughs> Those two D platformers have definitely had a, a resurgence in the the vein of. Uh, Mega Man and uh, Metroid, especially in the indie scene. They just made, um, what the hell was it, Cuphead. Yeah. That game's like ridiculously hard. Yeah, de deliberately really hard. Never heard of it. Interesting. Look I up, know they, up, re yeah. they redid uh, Contra as well, too, yeah. just recently. Well, Contra's coming as a mobile game now also. Um, so all your pay-to-win and you know, microtransaction goodness um, oh, wrapped up in Contra. Pretty sweet. Pretty I love sweet. those ads on my phone. You know, yeah. play this fucking game. All right, Matt, what about you? Anything uh, new in your life? Um, I I uh, just got hooked on the uh, Metallica Blacklist release. Have you heard about that? No, I have not. So not it's the 30th anniversary of um, of the Black Album nice. by Metallica. Enter Sandman, Sabatru. Yeah. Um, and so they got together. I don't know if it was just 
you know, it started out as a marketing thing and they approached a few artists. Uh, apparently they approached a lot of artists and said, would you like to cover a Metallica song? And apparently they just had no idea. Pretty much everyone said, yeah. That's awesome. Because they've been so kind of <laughs> influenced by it. Sure. And it's, you know, Metallica is my favorite band. That's why I picked up guitar. So um, they, so they, they didn't also tell any of the artists which song to cover. They, because their, their point was, you know, you're not going to tell Miley Cyrus, who, you know, what's, who's sure, also, sure. you know, there's a lot of closet metalheads out there. Uh, Elton John's on one of them. Yep. Wow. Uh, Chris Stapleton this covers. This really good, actually. Chris Stapleton I, covers I, I'm Nothing Else Matters. I'm going to look this up matters. as soon as this is over. So. Uh, uh, Corey Taylor. Oh, wow. Corey Taylor's so talented. I sent you that one the other day. That's what, yeah. That was from that album. Um, oh, dude, it's just that guy's voice is a cannon. Yeah. And but it was great because you get some of the some of them Weezer was on there they did understand like some of them did yeah but Bro. they were all over the place Bro, sure um, I've heard some collaborations with Metallica that are fantastic yeah I, one of Moth into Flame with Lady Gaga I, oh, I thought yeah. I was gonna hate it loved it yeah loved it when I heard Lady Gaga was performing with. She's talented. She is. She's really talented. Well, she's one of the better artists today. Well, yeah. that's the funny thing about Metallica is, honestly, I mean, the further I got along in music, because when I first picked up a guitar, I was like, Kirk Hammett's the greatest guitar ever, guitar player ever. James Hetfield, oh my God, he, the he's greatest, the president. The greatest underbite he in rock cannot, and roll. He cannot, <laughs> <laughs> he cannot sing. He's not a good singer. Right. And Kirk Hammett is not a great guitarist. Yeah, but they write the best songs yeah. in metal. One and all sad but true. Yeah, I mean Wolf and Man. One, they have I great, mean, great songs, dude. They're That's amazing. Awesome. So to hear these artists now, there's a lot of them where they just went, "I'm gonna do just the way it is on the album." Right. But some of them went. So there was a Sam. I don't even know who Sam Fender is. Do you know who Sam Fender is? No. no. He has a. He has a. He he takes sad but true, and he makes it this sad ballad. That I was like, and then I heard the lyrics for right, the first time. Right. That I went, holy shit! <laughs> I'm your dream, make you good, real. Yeah. I'm your eyes when you. But he does it with this beautiful, sad voice, and I'm like, holy man, yeah. it's unreal. But you know, that's the thing about music, right? And comedy and art as an art form, I guess in general. People interpret it their own way. They listen to a song differently. They watch a comedy's act. And they pick up on different things that are funny to them. They may not be funny to you. So it's like, it's great when people interpret things differently. And then you see it from a different perspective. Different artists interpreting art. It's, yes. It, like, like it, you take the lyrics of one song, and then when it's portrayed through the style of a different artist, it becomes something sometimes better than what was yeah. we originally got. And like that's like... Uh, this, Johnny this, Cash is hurt. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, he took what, a Nine Inch Nails song. Which what was a no cover game. that became. Fantastic. Oh. Yeah, one of the one of the most heartfelt performances ever. Yeah. And you want to talk about another guy that like like almost like James Hetfield. Not, not Johnny Cash wasn't necessarily a great singer. Mm -hmm. He wasn't gifted with a great voice. It was the uniqueness to it. Yeah. It was the guttural like the rawness. The conviction. The yeah. conviction. His behind. lyrics and like like the Folsom Prison like his whole thing like you just felt it. Yeah. Delia. Like yeah. He wasn't. You know that song? Yeah. He wasn't. That's 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 a metal song. Dude, Johnny Cash. <laughs> Johnny Cash was no bullshit. He was no bullshit. He was singing about. I mean, at yeah. a time when you didn't sing about what he sang about, he was singing about cocaine and yeah and, and problems and and. I like the song "Man in Black." Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you listen to the lyrics of that, oh, you think man. of the time and place where he put that song out. Like that's everything that people started doing like twenty years later socially. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, that shit's kind of fucked up. Well, yeah, this man was singing about that way back way when. Way before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that, like, societally, like, we don't really change that much. Like, no. <laughs> no. Like, when you listen to older music and new music, it, it may be done differently, 
but altogether the messages still resonate, at least when it's a great song. You can yeah. hear yeah. music with languages you don't even speak. Yeah. And things from different times where you still can get a feeling from it. Uh, uh, sad but true, one of my favorite renditions of it is by a Mongolian band, The Who. What? <laughs> you know what? The Who. The Who covered Sad But True. You can't it's see my surprised face at all with, here oh, right now. With that, this is, that's so with Ian. That. This Mongolian yeah, band. Yeah, yes. The throat singing. Mongolian guttural the them, dude. The two of them listen to the strangest workout listen, music. Listen, if you work out with me, if you work out with me, you're fucking stepping into a Valhalla, like, yes. Scandinavian they got, training they got a, facility. They got a song with Papa Roach. It's, it's, it's a badass Wolf song. Wolf Totem. Yes. Oh, Oh my god! <laughs> I will beat a awesome. man to yes. death. This I, I like awesome. when Biggie Smalls redid that. Wolf told yeah. him. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was weird hearing Jacoby from Papa Roach. Like it was weird hearing him like translating yes. the the Mongolian lyrics because like they're talking about like elephant caravans and like it's such a different it society. Is, it, it is about yeah. as Mongolian in lyrics yes. as you're the going whole, to get. Right. And the we whole... all know what Mongolian life is like. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. The northern yeah. steppes Genghis above Khan. China. Come yeah. on, man. I've seen Listen. Mulan. I've seen Mulan. Wow. Actually, you know what he, he was a <laughs> hun. First of all, he was a hun. Oh, Not shoot. Shinkish <laughs> Khan. Yeah. Yeah, there you Bad go. motherfucker. Yeah. Or the night at the museum. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. One or the other. Okay, Marco Polo. <laughs> Fine. Marco Polo. Marco Polo was a good that Netflix show. That was a show. great was a, show. Okay. And that was that was his that was uh, Genghis Khan's grandson. Yes. Kublai. And it's bullshit that they took that off the air. It is bullshit. That yeah. Because that show. was a great show. I'm so mad about early that. Net, early Netflix. Marco Polo. Is I'm fantastic. taking notes as I go. My, my going band. Marco Polo. This is when the structure of Fish the show out of the water. Just, no. Just out Obliterate. The water. Yeah. <laughs> well, another another good cover. Um. Uh. It's a dark song and it's cryptic and it gives you all kinds of weird vibes. But um, Simon and Garfunkel, "Sound of Silence." Oh, oh like my disturbed god! Disturbed cover of it. David Dr- David so Raymond's good. voice applied to that. What? That's the next cover you need to hear. All right, the no, sound of silence. I'm by pretty sure you have actually heard it. You might not just be thinking about the it. range of that guy. Yeah. So Simon Corey Garfunkel, Taylor, which I would yeah. say is one of it's one of the greatest songs ever written. And mm-hmm. there's two guys harmonizing that make it sound amazing. He starts down here like a oh hello darkness like it's way down there right to like work your way up through the scale and crescendo at the metal like oh, so is that the song hello darkness Man? yes and okay, i yeah, thought i, I thought <laughs> yeah, 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 when yeah. i was listening to it i go okay this is disturbed hello, at some point <laughs> Yo, what the fuck, dude? Nailed it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I thought they I were gonna thought was... sully this song by kicking into metal, and they don't. Never they do. let it be orchestral nice. like the whole time, and it doesn't. Then it doesn't overshadow his voice. It, like he is amazing. Yeah. To, to, amazing. To listen to the song and hear it's the same guy, the same guy that yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same guy that's that growls down with the sickness. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you hear him do this. It's it's unbelievable his talent. That's they cool. also like they, they also they have a cover on every album. Every album they always they always have at least one. Right. Phil Collins. Yes. Yeah, confusion. Yeah. But they, now listen, there are, there are some crossovers that are not so good too though. Cuz okay. I've heard some <laughs> I've heard some crossovers like cuz me predominantly I grew up listening to hip hop and it wasn't actually until I listened to Metallica's Enter the Sandman mm-hmm. 
that like even everybody in Brooklyn was just like, you know, we're hardcore, like Biggie Smalls, Jay Z, Nas. But you got like, yo, Enter the Sandman's kind of yeah. deep, bro. <laughs> I was the it, same way. It was one of those songs that hit, and it was just like, it, it's undeniable. That's a great song. This is a sick band. Met- and the video yeah. was even Metallica amazing, yeah. too. Met- I think yeah. it hit MTV. It was like one yeah. of the first videos that was like. The little super kid popular. in the bed on the highway. Yeah, Come yeah on. by the, the semi truck. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's make that music video today. Let's so, try. So, yeah, okay. Oh, even better is. One. one have you yes. seen one's video yeah and the best is uh uh god who's the guy for uh, uh uh sings for skid row uh, oh my god uh um, sebastian bach yep so he was doing the metal show when that premiered on mtv and it's like if you haven't seen the video for one go check it out it's about uh, uh it was based off johnny's got his gun an old black and white movie where this guy goes to war and he ends up getting like all his limbs blown off. He's now blind, deaf, deaf and blind, so he can't talk to anyone. He's getting no feedback. He knows he's alive, but he's trapped in his own body. So, so super happy. So they show video. this, and he ends up like mm-hmm. tapping, Heavy. tapping his head to like Morris code, and it, like, and they're like, "What's he saying? Kill me, kill oh, me!" Over and over, yeah. dude. It's deep as shit, and they put sound clips in the middle of it. The best is when that video premiered. It ends. It fades to black, and they come back to Sebastian Bach, and he goes, "Well, wasn't that just a bowl full of rainbows?" <laughs> Well, it's kind of like, what was that song? I smacked my bitch up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh. And you're watching it. You're prodigy? like, oh my God, this is, yeah. there's abuse yeah. going on here. Yeah. There was a woman beating oh. up another woman. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Okay. But back to, back to like Pearl Jam. Remember Pearl Jam? shit. Is it Jeremy? Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Oh man. Literally a music video about a school shooting. Oh yeah. It's filmed. It's, it's. That was the first, um, what is that? What is that? Freeze challenge? What was that? Do you remember that? <laughs> what, what do they call it? The freeze challenge where everyone goes like that? Yeah. Yeah. The end of the video is the first one ever done. Was where Jer- the whole classroom was, is like uh, this and you see blood spattered on the kid. Was, like, was Jeremy <laughs> the we, first ever use of bullet time in yeah. the Matrix? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, they just had everyone stand they didn't, yeah. they didn't rotate, right? Yeah. Okay, no, they're, no, they're yeah. moving around the room, yeah. but they're all... You know, I'm Frozen. sure it's pretty, yeah. We need to do a comparison. All right, yeah, all right exactly. now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this out real quick. <laughs> oh, God. It was a song I heard with Kenny Rogers, okay, <laughs> and a rapper by the name of Farrell Munch. They shouldn't have even gotten that out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Okay, if you haven't, I'm it gonna is check so that out. bad. It's Farrell. like Farrell, Farrell Munch. Munch and Kenny Rogers. <laughs> no, how to, is it No When to Hold Them? What's that? The Gambler. Yeah. The Gambler. Yeah. The Gambler they is did one of the best songs ever. Yeah. And it was just like, Kenny Rogers is starting. It's kind of got a hip-hop vibe to it. And then they drop like a... Dun, 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 and I'm like, oh, fuck. This <laughs> is so bad. I can't listen to it. I actually stopped listening to both of their music after that song. Because you I was like, no I can't. Way to hold. <laughs> no it's, way all right. to hold. This brings up a thought that I've, uh, I often have. And the fact that I've heard about two guys like kind of connecting on Mongolian bands. You've yes. heard, you know, this song, you know, and, and your influences. And it's funny that I didn't know until I walked in and saw the Wu-Tang Clan post, you know, on the wall where I'm like, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. in high yeah. school, I, that's one of my biggest things. And, and But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You my, like boy, K- my boy Freddie. You like KRS-One? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got Oh, yeah, of course. KRS-One was yeah. one of the most influential hip-hop oh, people in New York. So, right. And that's, it's interesting to hear that, like, I got next, you know, that album. Mm-hmm. And he's got a song on there that's like, you just hear the bass roll in, just slowly fade. And all of a sudden, he just starts telling a story. About being a drug dealer in New York. Now, not glorifying it. No. It's all his just internal thoughts as he tells this story and all this. And he does it so clearly with all these words that, 
And then, it, I mean, it just ends with, and there's plot twists and yes. stuff. It's <laughs> one of the best things I've ever heard. Now, the funny thing is, it's cool that you know that. You might not know that. You might not. One of my big pet peeves, I'm going to get to my point. It's funny that it, I'm sick and tired of people music shaming people. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. you don't know that, and, and especially with me, like, you know, if I'm on stage and they'll walk up and I'm like, they're like, Steely Dan. And I'm like, I don't know any. What? You don't know any Steely Dan? I'm like, I'm sorry. I just yeah. hit the Omen Brothers and stopped. Right, I just, right. I hit a wall. But, but people are so, it's cool that they have all this passion about yes. certain music and it hits them. But I, I just, it's a pet peeve of mine when, if you haven't, I go look at it as a positive experience. Yeah. Go, oh, you should yeah. check it out. Instead of going, oh my God, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> believe you haven't heard that. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, I'm done talking to you. What do you mean we don't have the same feelings and emotions? <laughs> yeah, no, but you're absolutely right because it just gives you an opportunity to dive into something new and right. learn something new or maybe even appreciate something new when you go and you listen to it. I love And there's when so much music. You can't plausibly get all of it exactly. in. There's not enough time exactly. in the day. To hear everything, especially this day and age where yeah. anyone can release it themselves. And if there's, uh, there are people who are consumers of music, but I'm like, I don't buy, if it really hits you, you're going to hear it again. And again, I'm mm-hmm. going to keep going back to it. Sure. Yeah. And that prevents me time of discovering new music. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know M- what I mean? Yeah, music is something that affects everybody. And it's like, uh, we have our favorite genres. Sure. But like I for one can listen to a lot of different shit depending sure. on the situation. Like if I'm drinking beer with my friends, it's a sunny day, we're all outside grilling, I'll put country on. Right. Is country my favorite genre? No. But I have artists that I like to listen to. Josh sure. Turner, Darius Rucker. There's guys I can Kenny Chesney. There's dudes that they just it's a feel good time when it's on. Sure. Generally, I'm pretty angry person as I go throughout the day. So <laughs> metal, metal speaks to me. Like I yeah. like literally Metallica, I'm glad you brought them up. Metallica, you could I would consider them probably the greatest heavy metal band of all time. Everybody gives Black Sabbath their due as being arguably the first. And yeah. there are other great heavy metal bands, but Metallica got me into metal. Yeah. I mean, it might have been Enter Sandman. Yeah. It might have been that. I d- think d- d- Metallica I mean, got me like, into rock as a whole. Did you? Into metal, rock, all of that. It, it, it opened my horizons to new music yes. other than hip-hop at the time. And my, it was just my, two workout, my, my two workout musics are hip-hop and... Heavy metal. Like, yeah. if I'm moving heavy weight, if I'm just moving heavy metal weight, I want something angry. Mm-hmm. I want fucking Lamb yeah. of God blaring, yeah. and I want to just imagine music. just taking a hatchet <laughs> yeah. and slamming it into someone's yeah. face on a battlefield Bro, in Norway. I, no, like, that's Tuesday's I, workout, Ian. Yeah, I feel the same way when I go to the bathroom. I'm like, I need some heavy I got <laughs> shit music to lift this shit right now. But, Let but, the beat but, drop. If I'm like... If someone's holding mitts for me, or if I'm doing heavy bag workout, I don't want something necessarily heavy. That's dun 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 dun. I want something with rhythm. Sure. I'll put um, on. I'll put on Immortal Technique. I'll put sense. on Nas. I'll put on DMX. I want something with a beat that mm-hmm. I can move to. Yes. Wu Tang. Wu Tang is great. X Wu Tang is fantastic. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Rest. Rest in peace, X. That yeah. Was, uh, I felt that one. I felt that. Yeah. One. For sure. For sure. Woodstock '99. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there, no, obviously, because I'm still alive. But I think we've all had influences with different kinds of music throughout our life. I know another huge influence for me was Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Nirvana, like Kurt Cobain, like his music spoke yeah. to me in a weird way. Like, and again, like even at the time, the I band was like, not from Seattle. They started the Seattle music scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was truly a hip hop head, and just getting new, 
influences into different genres and Kurt Cobain smells like teen spirit the video yeah. the song it was everywhere like that shit was hard it was yeah. so good the grunge the grunge thing like it's like I really didn't get into it that much I don't know why I mean maybe it's because I don't know you have a man bun what do you exactly. mean exactly and <laughs> what do you mean I don't know maybe, maybe that's maybe, because of sting maybe I'm a, okay maybe I'm a little too positive and I never tried heroin I'm sorry I, I missed the whole grunge thing uh, Nirvana I still I still have to recognize Kurt Cobain he was a fantastic Singer, great vocalist, and he literally he you could put him as the poster child for the whole grunge movement. Right. He wasn't my favorite grunge band. My favorite grunge band was Bush with Gavin oh, Rosdale. Yeah. I love I loved Bush more from that genre of music, yeah. but I still have to tip my head, you know. And and Kurt was he was a great artist, but he was struggling. Yeah. I mean, he, and yeah. you could feel it. And it was because Courtney Love is a succubus, but yes. it's whatever, you know. What I mean, <laughs> I, I always sense too that if if you get if he had Fuck actually you, lived another ten years, I think that. It, they would have struggled to st- the three chord simpleness of mm-hmm. the songs to keep progressing. With I that mean, kind it's of sad, thing. but it was like it was almost better that it's just like oh, that was put in a glass box. Not saying it's better that oh, he no, passed no, away. Just clear. I'm just saying that they couldn't it. make any more music. Right. It, then it couldn't fade out and not you know lose its luster mm-hmm. or watch them try to do something sure. different, which they and already fail. did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think they made the same argument when they discussed like Eric Clapton and Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Right. They yeah. said yeah. that Jimi Hendrix, like Pete, he was a genius on the guitar and with his music but when you listen to his stuff i don't think he was as i i I think he could have progressed i think he was one of those artists that if he stayed alive longer he would have grown with the music bill burr makes an excellent argument about like differentiating who's super great by like who was the trailblazer Mm -hmm. who did it first as opposed to who picked up the reins and did it well right he made that argument with kobe and michael jordan like, okay, Kobe's a great basketball player. He does all this shit well, but look at who did it. Who's the first The person, person that proves it can that, be right. done. That, who's right. the first person that unanimous was like, no one get when Michael Jordan was playing, no one guessed who the best player in the world was. He just well, was. I, you, I you noticed that no one no one pulled up this morning in a Model T Ford. No. <laughs> I, I, I noticed. Right. And it was cool that that was the first, but no. I mean, someone did it better. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But like, okay, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. Excellent guitar player, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi clone. Yes, right. Was better. St- and uh, I mean, it, no one did what Jimmy did when he did it. Right. I mean, he was a victim of being maybe like a black artist early right. on, and but the things he did with the guitar up until that right. point had never been done. They right. Were never done. But that's what like, it was. His music was so undeniable. It didn't matter at the time, race, creed, whatever. Right. It was just like everybody's like, holy shit. And I will away. never disrespect Ch- like Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, excellent no. guitar player and. Like the same reason, like Elvis, amazing vocalist and great. People always accuse him of stealing off certain yeah. artists, but still, yeah. he's Elvis Presley. He was he was influenced by other people, you know. Like, <laughs> sorry, Keep disappearing. Instinct. Instinct. Like, I need you. I'm like, sorry. Like, hello, hello, hello. I like I like that. Hey, the mat was coming at me for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Model T. I was like, Jesus Christ, he's turning into something. Yeah, yeah, My nipples yeah. I, got I hard. See, I seen you start sweating. Really, I did. I was like, oh. <laughs> Must combat this. Oh, I was like, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> so Sadly, I was alive when the Model T came out. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Sorry. No, you, didn't, you didn't have to tell us that. We knew. Okay. No. We knew. <laughs> Horse and buggy all that the crank way. Crank yeah. yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you? What musical influences would you say, um, you know, impact your life the most? I, I'm... At this stage, the weird thing is because I started playing music in you know in in bars and you know it 
places that are trying to entertain people. It's been a weird circle where I used to listen to all the music that I love only. And then, but I've learned that there's something to, and I hate this song, (laughs) but if you start, you are my fire (laughs) and you see an entire bar like light up and well, all the women, all all, all the women, all the women light up and the guys who are with them. Oh, my girl's happy now. I'm happy. All right. right. And I like those experiences. I don't really like that song, but that's the thing is like, you got to find a crowd that you got to play. for. Yeah, exactly. So you're saying your biggest influences are boy bands. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's come full circle. You know, boy bands. (laughs) JT hit me up. So K-pop, right? Yeah. They, oh my God. <laughs> Let's talk about that McDonald's yeah. uh, so meal. The, the BTS meal? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. All, all they added was some sauce. I don't yeah. know the big deal. You, and one of them was fucking terrible. You're, yeah, exactly. Oh, Fun, I had to have my daughters explain to me what they, they, she orders that. I'm like, what is BTS? And I'm like, and then I'm like, she's like, oh, it's this. I'm like, and, and what is BTS? I don't even, okay, so that's a meal? No, it's a. It's a group. Is it a meal or a group? Yeah. <laughs> no, it has sauce. Oh, okay, well I'm down. With but sauce. isn't right, isn't it crazy cool. though? To me, that that's that's kind of outrageous. Like the Korean pop scene, how it like came into America. It went all over the world. They were huge. Yeah, they were undeniable. I tried yeah. listening to some of their songs. I didn't. Well, Korea, what they're trying to it, do is they're trying dope. to be what America <laughs> is for the rest of the world, exporting music or goods, music, TV, movies our kind of art that we export to the rest of the world. Korea's trying to do that with the Asian countries. Okay. That, so they're, they're trying to mimic what kind of what we've become for everyone else, where our ideas are going out. Well, they're doing yeah, that, that themselves. That's, that's a little known fact. Like everybody, because of the influence of like video games, anime, technology, everyone gives Japan this like, this highlight in, yep. in Asia. Right. And everybody would assume that out of all the countries, like, oh, Japan is closest to the United States. Culturally and like, the way they run things, it, they're actually more different. The most oh, similar to different. us is South Korea. Mm-hmm. South, if you went from, if you flew from Florida to Seoul, South Korea, you would notice very little differences. Yeah, like minus the people minus like, the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen, I they're I, our, they're one of our biggest, arguably our biggest ally in Asia is South Korea. Yeah, I, I did a deep dive when I started finding out about BTS, and it wasn't that I didn't hate their music, didn't like their music, just wasn't for me. I was still interested in the fact that so many people really liked it. They liked their performing, their music and stuff. There's Korean hip hop artists oh, yeah. that are really, really good. I don't understand what they're saying, but this shit looks hard. Do you, <laughs> do you know what else they're really good at? Starcraft? Golf. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's actually oh, where I, I knew Listen, a lot of. We came full circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, now yeah. I don't like them. So. That's, that's, where I, that's actually where I met a lot of Koreans and hung out, and I've, you know, they try to. Teach me a lot of the language. They're the nicest people. Sure. I mean, I, on average, obviously, there's always assholes. Of course. Once in a while, but like on average, I mean, that's a great culture. It's great people. To take a, to They're well awesome. to take to take a little historical like thing here. I was actually surprised by how many Koreans helped us out during the Vietnam War, and mm-hmm. I was I was wrong about this. Like when I actually looked it up, the South Koreans had more people on the ground in the early stages of the war than we did. Like, they literally wow. came over and helped us out so much. And you never hear about it. You think of the Vietnam War, you you hear CCR playing, yeah. the helicopter, and it's a bunch of us over there, you know? Right, it's right. it's uh, Robert Duvall, I smell napalm in the morning. And that's what you think of. If you ask guys that were there, like, if you talk to actual guys that were on the ground, and you ask them who were the baddest motherfuckers in the jungle, like, during that time that had our back, they'll say South Korean tiger troops. Wow. They, like, they were, they were bad. Like, they were Korean War veterans. They had helped us out over there, and now they were... 
now they're on our side. Sure. They're assisting it, it, us. A unfortunately, few years later. it's not it's not a big surprise um, because that happens with with every war. I mean, there was historically, you know, the black pilots that you heard nothing about Tuskegee for, for 50 oh. years. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yep. We're talking about NASA. You had a, a lot of the calculators, which were actually the, the people that did the math. I forget the woman's name. They named were, the building. Were women. Them. In particular, it was yeah, a group yeah. of black women. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, the, uh, the Vulcans. When uh, we were fighting the thanks, I was, I was Empire. I, I was mean. actually I was actually going somewhere important. And, and every American we war, did, we did not just make a minority to fucking no. Vulcan reference. That was the best guy. I was going somewhere important. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, carry on. I was leaning into. I have to interrupt their series. Con- it's my job. Continue it. Please. Puerto Rico has been in every American war. Oh, yeah. And, but we're not mentioned at all oh, yeah. in, in any of that. Listen, but we, so you I say, had, you every say, Puerto, you say Puerto, Puerto Rico is the Canada Puerto of World War yeah. Essentially, yeah. But they, <laughs> just like all the other troops, they never get mentioned. But Puerto Rico directly has had troops in every American when war. When I served in... Um, I didn't know that. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't know that either. When I, when I, 99, 2000, the bulk of the people that I seen serving, I will tell you, in Fort Benning, Georgia, in my particular like infantry, were Latin and white men, like, and we got along extremely well. Oh, there's no racism in the military. No, How no, well? No, 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 <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like, there, there's there was a huge Latin influence in the service, and then like when I go to my daughter and I see her academy, it's a larger mix of people now. But um, yeah, you know, a lot of people get forgotten. I think in the stories, the when big picture, told. Yeah. yeah, in the big picture. Well, it's how it's painted. It's like when you go to church and you see old blonde hair, blue eyed European Jesus yeah. up there, and you go, yeah. "Oh, look at him, he's perfect." <laughs> I got, I, I, I look at him up there. You mean you mean they read they read the book, saw curly hair like wool oh, yeah. and skin color yeah. of bronze, and yeah, they went. Yeah. White hair, blue eyes. That's right. Yeah. The, only, the only, yeah, no wonder he was so popular. The only white guy in the Middle East. Look at him. Old Jason Christ up there. Have you ever seen the different, different versions as oh, they yeah. sold? I mean, there's just all. Uh, if they he's went to different places, place. yeah, yeah, he's been. And I think that's just in different ways, so they can associate exactly with. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. I went down a historical rabbit hole with that because I remember I was like, "Oh my god, there were so many Koreans like helping us out," and I was like, "That's why they're our biggest ally." Then I was like, "Oh, that's why the DMZ's over there. That's why we're yeah. so much tension with North Korea." And then I saw a YouTube comment that changed my life. YouTube comment, which is you get the best information in the world. Always, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it's on the internet, it's true. It said, "Oh, this yeah. explains the rooftop Korean situation during the 1990 LA riots," and I was like. Is a rooftop Korean. <laughs> like I, what? thirty-four years I've never heard, heard this Never heard the fucking term. No, no, you've heard it. Yeah, I never fucking knew this. That was for during the L.A. riots. So I, so yeah, the badasses who just defended their places. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. I go down this rabbit hole and I find out that like during the the Rodney King riots during the nineteen nineties, when they burnt down L.A., mm-hmm. like whether you're for or against, that's a whole separate issue. Right. But when the neighborhoods were being destroyed, the Koreans, a lot of them were veterans from either Vietnam. Or Korea that mm. had come here after the war to start their own business yeah, in the right. Korean town in Koreatown after in LA. serving. Yeah, and they mm. gave no fucks. Like when you came to their neighborhood mm-hmm. to burn it down, they banded together. They were on their roof yeah. with uh, their stores with Uzis. They had got gunfights in the streets. They were mm. just shooting across the streets because the cops wouldn't help. Damn. Yep. Like they said when the, when, the, when the rioting started and the looting started in their neighborhood, they, they watched the police alone. leave. Yeah. And yeah. Th- they interviewed the one dude. I'm trying to think of his name, but they. They called him for a gunfight. Like his friend called him, said they're breaking into my store, and like you can watch a whole video on an interview. He, they, <laughs> I didn't know that one. Dude, <laughs> pretty crazy. He had a gun, and he remembers being shot at, and you can watch the footage. 
he, he puts his hands up like this. And then he thought to himself, why, what am I doing? Like, I'm being shot at. Like, yeah. so he literally, you watch him change. Like, he just goes from a person who's afraid and confused to putting his hands down, turning, and then he just starts walking across the street and firing his gun. <laughs> Jesus. Like, he Damn. just, they banded together. It was an amazing thing to see a subculture of people, just hardworking people, mm-hmm. trying to make it that took no shit. They're like, we don't care who you are. We understand you guys have problems, but this isn't right. Yeah, like, you're in the wrong neighborhood. We, we didn't do yeah. that. Yeah, you're in the wrong neighborhood. We didn't yeah. do this. That, so that, that reminds me, actually. I was in the movies the other day, and they're bringing back the West Side Story. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> are they all Korean? Like, West Side oh, <laughs> Story. <laughs> Is it a no, musical? God, honestly, it. honestly, as much as I love music, I hate musicals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, that was the other element of that that uh, trailer that we, you know, that yes. I just we, you Hawkeye. were talking about. Yeah, the yeah, Hawkeye yeah. trailer. I'm like, it was not only just the the Christmas element. Yeah. I mean, was there multiple scenes where it looks There's like a musical? A musical? Oh, yeah. is it a musical? There is a Captain. Uh, yeah, a Steve Rogers musical. musical that that's going on in the MCU universe. Oh my god! Oh, so it's no. it's 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 a, it, it actually it happened in real life and it failed horribly. Of but course they, it but did. They, but it's like a little <laughs> thing they put into the show was the Steve Rogers musical. Please make this a thing, Disney. Plus. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to see any. Nelson musicals. Nelson's very excited for it. No, I hate them. Like back in the day, like Jerry Lewis musicals was where I draw the line. I was like, they're entertaining. <laughs> did you ever see Indian movies? <laughs> no, never oh, sat through. They're, they're, they're basically like, musical. Like, they're you, all mean, you, mean, you mean Bollywood? There is, Bollywood. Yeah, Bollywood. Yeah. There is, they're all four hours long. <laughs> and there, there is not one that is made that doesn't include song and dance. A proper dance they, number. It, every really single movie. Expect, oh my, expect it's a also dance very catchy. Number, <laughs> <laughs> expect, expect a dance number in the Eternal. What? They have an Indian character in the Eternal. He's an alien. He's an he's a fucking alien. A legal alien. He's bringing the dance in my Marvel movies. He's bringing Bollywood dance. It's in it's in the trailer. Have you but not seen you the trailer? No, I mean, you know, you, I, gl- I gloss over when I see dance numbers. Yes. <laughs> not not the side with my white friend to the left, but he is correct. He came here. Did he? How did he take the proper avenues to come here? <laughs> how did the Eternals get here? <laughs> and while we're at it, Superman, I got my eye on you. Huh? Yeah, that's right, buddy. We're huh? watching you. You crashed here. Yeah. Okay, all right. so you <laughs> save us. Since when? I don't care if you work as a reporter. How, since when is that legal? Yeah. I don't know. Is it a metaphor that the kryptonite is green, like mm. a green card for yeah. Superman? Yeah. Like, I'm what the con- fuck is going on here? That's his weakness. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, yeah, I can't get the green. No, no, yeah. make me weak. Stop it. Yeah, I see what's happening here. I'm going to talk to Lex Luthor on that. I see him like sliding down the couch. He's like, I'm yeah. getting the fuck out of here. I, I was actually. Tell us where you work, man. What, what if? No. What if? What, after all these years, they gave Superman an accent, and he's like, oh. "Fool you! <laughs> I'm not from here. I'm not from here. Actually, I, I have laser have eyes, man. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it even more. I really would. <laughs> the white guy accent was a this guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Clark, Clark Juarez. Yes, Clark, Clark Juarez. He was. He was not adopted by the Kent. <laughs> People that worked on the Kent farm took him in. Oh, they actually, better. they actually tried that, but it was Russia. He they was made Russian. a Soviet yes. version of the Justice League. Uh, 
it's what the hell is it? It's what Superman they, Red Sun. Or yes, something? the yeah. Red Sun. Yeah, where he landed. He in landed. Russia. He fights for the other side of the Cold War. It's yeah, bad. it's pretty it's dope actually. Bad. It's a really <laughs> cool version of it. Yeah, scary. Yeah, it is. Or the Flashpoint paradox where he grew up in a government lab and he's all emaciated. Oh it's so yeah, bad. That there's so many good. dark lines in comics. How come that are, nobody that grows up in a lab is ever put together. They're never good. <laughs> it's, the, it's the no human. I've had a pretty decent experience. Yeah, test two baby. Sorry, mom. I was just kidding. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of butt play when you grow up. In <laughs> now I'm definitely sorry, Mom. <laughs> that was Ian. That was Ian. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm about. Oh, I can't believe you hate musicals, man. I, I, There's some good music. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, There's some that are like, you know. Yeah, I've not sat- that good. But like a Muppet Christmas Carol, Les Miserables, <laughs> Sweeney Todd. Like, I can't, I can't sit through them. The name is the Miserable. You started I have no with reason a Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's the bar set at its highest. Yeah. A Muppet yeah, Christmas. You might as well work it. Right, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna hit you with some realness, and I don't know if you guys are ready for it. All right, we're a ready. A Muppet Christmas Carol is the pinnacle of Christmas. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. We're Marley and Marley. Whoa. <laughs> 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 That is the catchiest <laughs> shit ever. It's the best oh shit ever. My God. All right. I, I annoyed my kids immensely with I, that. I can't argue with the Muppet Christmas, but you let's can't. get rid of that. And then what's the one with... Sir Michael Caine is Scrooge. It's amazing. <laughs> it's am- The whole oh, thing yeah. is amazing. I agree. I guess like Chicago, I, I watched it for all of 30 seconds. And I love care. Queen Latifah. Never she came out on the scene. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Have you gone to musical like live? Because that that's like. where it's I supposed like to be, and I they're like, adapting it yeah. to television. And in New York, yes, but I saw it's, Wicked, it's and it was unreal. I a good life performance. I saw School of Rock Can't when it. it was over here. It was awesome. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The movie was the movie was all right. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, I liked the movie, but I mean, Tenacious like, D was my favorite Jack Black yeah, musical. Totally different. Was Jack Black Tenacious there? D. Tenacious uh, D. He was not. Well, he was my date. He, was uh, <laughs> um, he didn't show. It was yeah, weird. Yeah, no, like, I only like Jack Black <laughs> and, like, Kung Fu Panda. Or found Nacho out it was Jacques Black. It wasn't even him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when did you find out? Yeah. He was a Jacques Black. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been a better time. <laughs> yeah, gr- growing up in New York, you got to see musicals in Broadway. That, yeah. that was yeah. a standard thing. Like, yeah. once a year, you got shipped out on the bus and you got to go see something. Yeah. I, I will say, that, live performances... I love that. Yeah, live in person, yeah. it's a completely different yes, thing. Yes, but for whatever reason, the same when thing I sit with down baseball. And watch a movie, I can't, I've I've I been know. to a baseball game me. live. Right. It was entertaining. I've watched one on TV. Guaranteed to fall asleep. Well, I, I it's almost like going, hey, uh, check out this new song, and you just pull out your iPhone, not connected to a speaker. You just pull it out, and you're yeah. just, it's not going to be the experience. It's not you mean go to yes. it live? If you, you mean went the, to Broadway? The tinny goodness of yeah. your phone? <laughs> no, you got to stick it in the bowl. The depth of the song? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, tinny there there is an art form to live performers that some of them really nail it, and some of them don't. Because like, on a hip hop level, I like my hip hop more. Uh, like listening to it from you know uh, downloadable content or a CD or something like that, versus I like live performances for like rock, alternative music, I, I, I even Latin music. So you liked Hamilton? I I did actually. I did like Hamilton, but I will never watch it again. Sat through it the one time. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, no, but I was gonna say like Mac Miller. For me, like when I listen to Mac Miller, his live performances are fucking insane. He was another one of those. Kurt Cobain-esque kind of a characters. He was deeply sad when you listen to him Did play. he, all right, did he figure out 
to not to see I kind of left listening my first concert was Cypress Hill and the House of Blues Smoke and Grooves tour with George Clinton and <laughs> Erica Badu yeah, yeah. my friend got hit in the face by a book of stickers that did not separate oh. you know that <laughs> pew yeah. he's like or I'm like rocking out to Cypress Hill yes. I'm like insane in the brain yeah. alright here we go I'll look over he's just like oh, bleeding out his forehead <laughs> it was metal as hell yeah. anyway but yeah, Cypress the, one, Hill they one are the, one of those groups oh, they're that are unreal. like that they're but, hip hop metal but my first concert was Lamb of God I got kicked in the face with Steel Toe Boots Oh, oh sounds that explains fun. a lot. Wherever you are, sir. <laughs> wow, yeah. You got that one. You won yeah. that one. But you were saying, you were saying. What did he look like? Uh, um, Sitting right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, but I, the older hip-hop, I feel like they made the mistake, and I got sick of it, where you'd have eight of your boys on stage, like, uh, accenting yeah. every last word of the sentence. I'm like, just shut up. Let that yes. guy perform. The and man. then let that guy perform. Yeah, yes. but they'd have, like, Tons of guys, like yes. and guys you didn't know. They weren't in the band. They were just their friends from yeah, wherever yeah, they yeah. were. And you're like, the art of the hype man. Dude, yeah, who, exactly. does, who, who does that skit? I think it's Hannibal Burris. He says like, yes, that's the that only fucking little profession. Dickie. Yeah, little Dickie's it's album. The yeah, only exactly. profession where you can have a hype man. He's like, if you went into your dentist's office and there's all these fucking guys just chilling, like smoking <laughs> up, yeah. and like, like, you'd be like. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, the dad should be like, here, lay in the bed. I'm going to clean your teeth. And he'd be like, well, what the fuck? Are, like, Why are these guys oh, here? Oh, they're my hype men. Like, they're like, no. Like, he'd be like, he'd be drilling. He'd be like, yeah, drill that motherfucking yeah. mower. Like, yeah. Like, like, fly here. Rinse. Yeah. Rinse. Spit. Like, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. But with the exception of like a Wu-Tang Clan, right? Because they are spit. there and they're all individually oh, they're all rapping, in right? The, they're yes. doing their thing. But yes. when you have that hype man, no, Mac Miller, he did it differently. He has a live band. And he's doing his whole performance. Nas does that as well. He's Good. up there. He's he's the performer, and he's another storyteller. So they read their reviews on Yelp. They did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and they figured that out. That didn't work. Yeah. Or Bone Thugs and Harmony. But like, <laughs> Bone Thugs yes. and Harmony is another one where everybody did something and it sounded great. But like yeah. even going into like the newer hip hop. Uh, a lot of it. There's new hip hop. There. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're, because I was just just gonna agree with that. Like mumble rappers. There's uh, some of man. them that I don't like at all, and there's some of it where I can see like, okay, I understand you're trying something new, but you all kind of sound the same. I grew up where individuality was most important. This rapper didn't want to sound like this rapper. This musician didn't want to sound like this musician. They wanted their own voice. They wanted their own sound, and that's yeah. what made me and appreciate you, yeah. the artistry. If you listen to early rap, you can you can still differentiate people, and that's the one thing that that doesn't yeah. like mumble rap. The whole term, like the whole, it just doesn't resonate with me. Right. Not right. one artist. Not one weird multi. I mean, the only one that I even gave a chance was that super freak uh, Takashi Six. No, oh, I knew you were going to say just that. Just because <laughs> of how ridiculous he is. I was just like, because of his haircut. I, exactly. yes. I said, which one of these colorful idiots am I going to focus on today? And I, I saw, <laughs> I saw this fucking like, guy with scales in his teeth. That one right like, there. All right, this one. And I literally, I think I, that's why I cut my grass. Yeah. I cut my grass. Put him on Spotify. Cause started cutting my grass. I hit Smoke every goddamn root. I think I hit every goddamn root in my yard and broke my mouth. Like I was just, I just went full. You know, stupid. I, I think some of it though is is just like other genres of music um the industry has gotten into it and they want to make sales so they go who is the guy making sales him we want someone that sounds like him and people are more than willing to line up for a paycheck even if they got to sound like that other guy to get in until they could attempt three albums down the line maybe they could do something different yeah yeah but that's why when you listen to i think older music it still resonates now because they were in it for the art of it. They were making music that maybe they loved more and they were putting it out there for the world to enjoy. 
and um, newer artists. Some of them, not all of them, not all of them. You can't categorize everybody that way. But newer artists, I think, are that the paycheck. You can't blame them, but it's like, are you making something that I'll listen to in ten years? There's Probably a not. a Probably story uh, Chester Bennington told once where he was, um, you know, talk about the factory that is music. Yep. Um, they were kind of getting a foothold and kind of changing and had had their own genre in a way, mm-hmm. you know, and had their own sound. And they, uh, he was in the recording studio also at the same time Evanescence was there. Mm-hmm. And they, they were recording their first album. And I guess Amy Lee was in the hallway. And, um, and she was, like, crying. And he came across her and he's like, what's going on? And she's like, they're, they're literally, she's like, they're trying to make us sound like you. And, and, and he goes, and he's like, well, y- you got to tell them if this is not the music you want to do, blah, blah, blah. And he thought he had her kind of convinced, and he was like, "I was really disappointed when I heard that first song that but it's very much feature." Hers. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. Where'd those like, fucking guys you know, go? And so that was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> illustrious yeah. career. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, oh, man. Cool. I'd love to be a one-hit wonder. When it wasn't even who let the door. It, was, it wasn't even knocked down. We're not getting up again. <laughs> It, it wasn't even one hit. It was it was Fucking like Chumbawamba. It was like three sentences on we somebody else's album, and then they faded away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least yeah. if it was their album and their whole song, then you could say hit. Their biggest thing is a feature on somebody else's album before they fade it off. How are you gonna do Who's Uncle this? Cracker like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so, so we've done this before. Um, a time capsule, right? Ian explains it best. Okay. Oh. All right. So basically. Take a time capsule, and whatever we subject is, you need to send this capsule 30 years into the future, and depending on the subject. Like one time we did TV shows, one time we did movies, we did anime. Yeah. You have to put one of whatever we say into <laughs> so the capsule that you're going to send. Thir- it has to be yes, one. Just and one. you're going to send 30 years into the future to try to explain to that culture in that time. Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> so one band, one band. Like, one like the band? Like oh. the people? No, yeah, one group. <laughs> <laughs> they they're going to open up a yeah. fucking oh, time capsule full of festering corpses. <laughs> We're here for <laughs> it. Maybe not the actual people. Okay. All right, one, one group, one experiment. artist. One entire anthology of, of, of music, music Yes, okay. by that oh, group. One, okay, yeah. Who would you Oh, I got pick? mine. All right, go for it. Disturbed. Start. Disturbed. Whoa. You go from very heavy metal, hard rock. They also have covers of other songs that are much more melodic. They've kind of orchestrated kind of that more melodic metal hard rock sound as well. So they, they kind of brought in that thing, and they have a discography that's quite varied. Okay. All right. Hmm. What they about did, you, Matt? They did prove themselves. Like, I, yeah. it really progressed their talent, like, through yeah. the years. I mean, they, 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 got, they got pretty well shafted when they first came out. When they first came out, they were supposed to do a tour in Europe at the same time, and something happened with the label, so they couldn't go to Europe, and then their album wasn't released properly in Europe, so they only released in America off their first album. <sighs> so they got, like, only in America, nowhere else, like, right. that, for I a mem- healthy I remember, chunk of time. I remember when they premiered on, like, WWE. Oh, yeah. I remember when Stone Cold introduced them. Yes. And David came out on stage and started to sing Stupefy during a, like a break. It was a break in the actual pro nice. wrestling show. <laughs> and he almost forgot the lyrics. There was like a oh, thing. There was a moment in the thing where he stopped, like panicked, looked up, but then remembered and went back into it. And I was I've like, I've been oh, there fuck. Like, many, many times. But you could see the fear. You yeah. could see the fear in his eyes. Oh, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm on fucking live television, yeah, sure. the USA network at the time. Yes. Stone Cold just introduced us. Fuck. That's like, this is, our, this is awesome. our moment. There's yeah, yeah, probably yeah. a handful of words you're not allowed to say. say. You have to yeah. change your yeah. song 
Go. So that's I remember disturbed. Well, they, try when doing they Snoop Dogg on stage yeah. as a white guy. I do it. I constantly. I know exactly where to censor myself. I, just, I know what words to change. That's which words? Uh, which words would you have to censor? Yourself? Uh, I think it's uh, gin, and we, we change it to whiskey because oh, okay, juice. Yeah. Gin and juice. Yeah. Nobody likes the juice. Yeah. 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 And you can't say for shizzle. You can't say that. Yeah. Not in this. No, that dates you when you say for shizzle. You know, it does. Yeah. A shizzle, yeah. my shizzle. shizzle. Yeah. All right, Matt, what about you? Uh, I mean, I, I'd have to, like, you want to pick fun answers, but I have to go with Metallica just for that reason. That right. You know, because they, they did have, you know, the thrash roots, and then they got heavier, and then they, in the 90s, people gave them crap for kind of changing to more of an alternative sound, but actually then they've got just a wider variety of yeah. different sounds. And then you talk about a band that has done... Well, one, they're the only band to play on every continent. I don't know if yeah. you know about that. They play yeah. in Antarctica. They played in front of a million people in Russia, right? They played. I wow. actually was just yeah, looking up because of this album, because of this release. I've been. I just came across that footage in Moscow in '91. They played before 1.6 million people. Insane. It was, was Putin there, dude. It's an ocean. <laughs> they, you gotta see. Look up just Harvester of Sorrow, and. It is the most surreal metal shit ever. You see choppers hovering above in the, the background crowd. above the crowd. <laughs> and there's and they said too that like they had no idea. They felt terrible about it, but there's all these kids who have been so suppressed and they had no access to music. They didn't know how to handle all the energy. So there wow. were but they've got a military presence. So these kids are releasing these soldiers are like, We're supposed to keep the peace. They beat and kill like thirty people during the show. Oh, there was like nine rapes in the crowd, but again, the One band felt terrible. People. They just had no right. idea, but and it's not really their fault. They just had, no, but no, it was like weeks, yeah, weeks before the. Uh, I think it was only weeks before the fall of the Soviet Union. You can't, it was like you can't look at a crowd of a million plus people and go, "You, hey, oh yeah, right, no, stop that." Oh, they couldn't that. see it, yeah. dude. It's a sea that, and it's foggy. I'm like, it's the most apocalyptic like scene ever. Like, what you got to see that footage. It's so unreal. In a it sense, Metallica brought down the Soviet Union. Well, yes, <laughs> actually, thank you, did, James. Wow. Did, uh, <laughs> this is another great history point. You know when um uh. uh Who's a Panamanian dictator Borat. in the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pan- Noriega. Noriega. Manuel Noriega. So when we invaded, uh, you know, Panama, and they flushed him and they went to the embassy, mm-hmm. they were not allowed to tread on that ground. So a little known history fact is um, the uh, Guns N' Roses, uh, Appetite for Destruction, and the Black Album for, were just recently released. So their way to flush them out... They erected massive speakers and played those for three straight days, <laughs> oh, and that's how they got them to surrender. Damn, they, they've done that so with you Britney Spears about, like, songs before as well. Listen, oh, I, dude, I think they could have done it in eight hours with BTS. <laughs> dude, yeah, just, yeah. just three days. Yeah. Of, <laughs> I know, baby, uh, yeah. you're gonna yeah. die. Yeah. I mean, I just picture it just on the other side of the speakers where it's like the, an appropriate volume. Just the U.S. troops are just sitting there partying the yeah. whole time. They're just like, man, get stopped. You know, it's, oh, not, see, it's not see. the first time that they've done that, actually. I think in World War One or World War Two, they played heavy metal music as a way to force the enemy out of uh, hiding. Oh, also that uh, Thunder to, or Mad Max. Yeah. Remember the guy on the front of the truck? Oh, 
that's such a great movie. That's such a great movie. I know. Uh, oh he God. loves that scene. I love that scene. He's just, his guitar's blowing fire. He's just like, yeah. Ian spray, spraying that silver I want to be on that truck with him. I'm like, go on. That's my job. Yeah. Tom Hardy. I'm that guy spraying silver. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we live, we die, we live again. <laughs> like, he's speaking to me. He's yeah, exactly. Me. I understand what that's, you're saying. Yeah, coincidentally, I bet that's your artist, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. I'm going to put send the, that guy. I'm sending that guy through time capsule. <laughs> Right, what about you, Ian? Oh my God! How the hell do we go from that? That's Shania Twain. That, that, that felt good. That felt yeah. Good. <laughs> now Metallica's good. Disturbed's good. But I guess I'll go in a different direction because we we don't want them to think that like you know it's, oof, it's a lot of anger we're saying. <laughs> you can go in any direction. Yeah, go you whatever want, you man. want. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with, and this is gonna be a controversial decision. It might be a little surprising to you guys, considering you know well you know me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna send Florence and the Machine through. Uh, reason being is her voice is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And for all the angry stuff I listen to, if I'm going to kill you, there's only one. There's only a, there's only a handful of artists that are going to save your life. Why are your teeth all silver? Did you say a different direction and then you want to kill well, me? Well, I'm just like, saying. If you're angry, if you're angry and you're stressed and you need to let go, there's nothing like, like if I'm getting like a massage, if I'm doing yoga, if I'm just like decompressing from the day. Right. The best shit I can put on is Florence and the Machine. Okay. Whether it's Howl, whether it's any, whether it's Jenny of Old Stones, whether it's any of her songs, like it's so good. Like it's so good. And side note, I have not heard one thing. I have no idea who you're talking about. Florence yeah. and the Machine. Nope. I'm gonna have they to have check it out. Really you're gonna have music. to check it out. Really man. Music. Yeah. That's what I mean. Is it, it, I'm like as much music as I know. If you just haven't come across it, you brought yep. that great point where you're like, there's yeah. too much to listen to. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yes. That. There's there's not there's not a lot out there that like because I listen to some stuff and it'll come off as soft, but her voice it's haunting. Nice. Like it it just yeah. gets She's into good. you and it just you relax. You're like all right, like you know. Yeah. I I'll I'll put this down. <laughs> so, so you would bring peace to the world yes. 30 years from so now. When the shit, so after they listen to it. Keanu yeah. Reeves is supposed to bring peace to the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. so so after. He can't do it without Florence and the machine. Oh, exactly. So what happens. He needs his phone booth with the antenna that's clearly an umbrella. Right. So what's going to happen Carlin is. to help him get back there. They're going to listen to Down with the Sickness. And they're going to listen to Harvester of Sorrow. And then when the future is yeah. burning, all of a sudden Florence is going to come on. And it's right. all gonna be okay. Wait, is that the equivalent of? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, wake up. All right. So for me, I'm gonna take it to another direction. Then um, I'm gonna go with a hip hop group, and probably for me, you guys know them. Uh, they're the most influential hip hop group in my lifetime, which is the Wu Tang Clan. I definitely have to go with them. I mean. Their catalog, their library, their influence. Do we get to send the special album that Pharma Bro had under lock and key? Or? <laughs> I hope so because I still haven't heard any. I don't think if anybody no, has no, heard anything. It, from there's it, yeah. there's no digital copy. There's only the hard copy, and whoever currently has it is the only person that currently has it. Fuck. So Wu-Tang the FDA has it. Yeah. What's the name of the guy? Fauci uh, has it. He's yeah. the one who's in charge of it. He's like, you guys have to get the vaccine. I will release the album. Yeah. I right, fuck. Get on board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The one thing no, but when, when I think of the Wu-Tang Clan, I mean, between the various styles, the, the, the intellect behind their music, it's raw, it's thoughtful, they tell stories, they, they are very imaginative, um, and they also brought like a very street vibe to them. They, 36 they, Chambers. Yeah, 36 Chambers of yep. Wu. And then the double album, Wu-Tang Forever, I mean... 
And their individual albums. Yeah. And like their individual like albums. Raekwon's yeah. album. It's probably like a hundred albums Method when you Man, round Red it all Man, together. Ghostface. Yeah. So Method Man is, I mean. That, oh, that Method Man. Like, yeah. <laughs> that whole Chris Rock skit. Uh, he's like. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sounds he, good he goes so over all of his nicknames. He's like, yeah. Johnny Blaze, yeah. <laughs> the Iron Lung, Italian Stallion. Was an old Dirty Bastard in the, in the movie? Oh, oh yes, yeah. he was. Yes. Dirty Yo, old yeah. Dirty Bastard was still collecting food stamps yeah. yes. while he was collecting wow. money from the Wu-Tang Clan. The yes. government was going after him. And like, didn't, he, he, didn't he do that on MTV? He did, and that's how he they collected, caught him. He collected. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he had a camera follow him in to collect his government he, assistance. He was a wild man. He was like a rock star yeah. in a hip-hop group. Right. He lived up to his goddamn rap Oh, name. he did. Yeah. He was an old, dirty bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that think was I watching Knocked Up. You remember that movie? Yeah. yeah. And the first scene, they're like, it's like smoking by the pool, and all of a sudden they start old dirty. Yeah. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. I like got lit up right by the first song when they're playing. Oh, I'm yeah. like, yes, I yeah. can't believe they're playing this right now. But that's that's just the type of uh, vibe, the influence that they had on the culture, like. Even people that didn't listen to hip hop knew who Wu Tang Clan was. was. Yeah. They were in comics. They were in movies. They were very, uh, their various personalities were all over the place. So for me, I think Wu Tang Clan hip hop they you would represent. Watch that a- show. As we we oh, just yes. started. I just started watching. It's really, it. actually, very we're two good. episodes in. So, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. I yeah, think you'll enjoy it. It's, I mean, it's interesting. To, like, I have no idea if that of like, that life start of well, just how they started. I'm yeah. like, I'm. Thinking there's truth to it. There is. But, they, right. they, when um, the RZA, uh, the leader of the Wu-Tang, he, he discusses how they go about making it. He said that it's like 70% true. Yeah. And then they embellish a little for the show. To yeah. Make it more they always embellish a little. Yeah. 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 But he's, he's like a lot of what happened to them. Except for old Dirty. They're like, no, that shit happened. <laughs> 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 no, he did that He did shit. that. He <laughs> was a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> Don't be and, fooled. Yeah. And I, and I think, we had to tame it down for the show. <laughs> and, and I think for them, too, like, if they really did live sort of like a street life, they have to say that some of it is embellished as well. Yes. If it is true. Just plausible deniability in court. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's one of the reasons I always respected DMX is because no matter what happened, no. he, he was always <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, like I'm, a, I'm a famous rapper. I land at an airport. Like, I have my choices. Like, what do I do? Do I, A use my money and influence to get a ride from where I am to the hotel I need to stay at? Or right. do I B, jump the fucking fence, <laughs> hotwire a car, <laughs> impersonate a police officer, yeah. and then get arrested? Yes. Like, and I, would go through a, I would go through a period. I don't even yeah. know. Oh, my God. I would go yeah. through a period of every four to five years, I would Google DMX just to see <laughs> what was up, and I yes. was never disappointed. <laughs> I would Google, and it's like, DMX, yeah. back in jail again, possession of crack. And DMX I was, like, was his own God. Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, you feel bad because you know the dude's struggling, but at the same time, I was like, he's unapologetic. Yeah. No, he, he lives just his DMX. life yep. as DMX. You never took him out of the streets. Yeah. It, they, it was ingrained in him, yeah. and he was just, oh my God, he's one of my favorite rappers. Ever. That's fucking dope. I think that was a great episode, Ed. Cue, Cue the music. music. All right, thank you for listening to the Sofa Kingdom podcast. And you can find us on all your social media platforms at Sofa Kingdom OFC. Nice. Look us up. Yes, yeah, so you can find us cards. on YouTube as well. Yeah, we're official bitches. Yeah, yeah. We got we're business business. you can download our shit now. <laughs> yeah, Sofa Kingdom podcast on YouTube. It's awesome. up.
Also, don't forget to look up Matt Hilton and the Kindly Crooks on Instagram and pay attention to their local shows, South Florida. Yeah, pretty good. No, of course. <laughs> we and, and, and listen, after talking to you, golf is okay. Yeah. <laughs> you are always entitled to your opinion. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> we literally talked about that the other day. I'm like, I've never actually played golf. Me neither. I can't Me neither. I can't I swing. Can't I, say I played oh. a lot of hockey, though. Fine. I've never been in a fight. Let me share you my expert opinion on all that. <laughs> <laughs> all the MMA guys. Oh, what shit. holds work. Oh, God damn it. Damn it. Touche. Destroy. Shoot <laughs> Good shit, guys. Good shit. Oh my god. <laughs> that was good. That was fun. Yeah, no, fucking killed it. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, thank you. That, that was, was thanks, awesome. Man.